daddies and mummies It's an all-out assault If you want to survive the night Better come down to the vault Welcome to the VHS Vault. Uh, I am Owen Brand. And I'm Katie Cadaver. And we are here today to discuss a movie that um, I've been waiting to watch for a really long time. Man, this movie was wild. I'm so excited to be able to talk about this movie with you today. Um, <laughs> microwave Massacre. So we decided to do Microwave Massacre, finally. I finally watched it. I've had it on my watch list forever. It's been one of those ones that... I just wanted so badly to watch with somebody. And I finally had the chance. I brought Katie a brand new old VCR uh, as a present. And then I brought Microwave Massacre over and we freaking watched it at her place. And it was awesome. Yeah, we watched this tape rot video um, copy of Microwave Massacre that you got. Because what, an original one of these is insanely expensive? Right. So this is a tape rot quote-unquote bootleg it's a release i just just call it a tape rot release um definitely really extremely well done yeah it's, got, it's super cool um and I it's it. and, and they're they're very inexpensive and it's very high quality um but yeah so if you wanted to buy an original release an original um copy of microwave massacre it is definitely not cheap you're you're in the hundreds of dollars range there so um this one uh significantly less expensive than that and n no quality difference just uh not the original yeah and it was cool it was uh it's a cool tape and it was a cool watch yes for sure i hadn't heard of this one until you brought it to my attention so yeah. i was kind of in i think we watched a trailer right yes and that that sealed the deal i th i do believe i said when we watched the trailer we watched it on the podcast right it was a stack builder episode. yeah okay so i remember yeah. saying can we watch this right now <laughs> yeah that's exactly what you said <laughs> and so it was good i was glad that we watched it but it wasn't actually the i feel like the trailer gives it way more credit for being like a horror movie than it really deserves <laughs> so it's really not that much of a horror movie but kind of but whatever i still thought it was fucking ridiculous which yeah. when a movie is ridiculous i don't want to say it, it was a, go a good movie but like i had a lot of fun with it i did too i want to show you something real quick so this is the original um here's i'm showing you a picture of the original microwave massacre um cover right it's by midnight video that's how the that's how the original cover looks now look oh. at look at ours and see uh -huh. that yeah it's similar but it's this tape rot video mm -hmm. and it's a very similar look but instead yeah. of a skull it has the tape rot video robot guy mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um which is like a crimson ghost mouth skull mouth and then like a vhs tape as his top of his skull yeah with a top hat on Mm -hmm. yeah and it, it's a it's a really nice release i'm super glad to have it but this movie here man let me tell you something been wanting to watch it for a really long time the first time i heard about this movie oh man it must have been i don't know five or six years ago and um i heard about it and i just thought it was bs um and then i tried to find a copy of it on a certain site online where you need an eye patch and a wooden peg leg to uh find a movies if you know what i'm saying there 
Burr. If you know, uh, if you know what I'm putting down there. Uh, <laughs> so, Illegal activity. So I found, uh, I found one, but I it got corrupted during the download, and then I got kind of freaked out because uh, I didn't want to mess my computer up. So I just let it be, and then I discovered that. Um, you know, when I started digging through my old tapes and trying to look for, you know, hey, maybe, maybe for some, maybe by some chance somebody still sells VHS tapes on eBay, right? Didn't think anywhere, it didn't, I didn't even consider the, the fact that there might be collectors groups out there and like an entire uh, community of people that collected VHS tapes. I just started looking for them, like, wow, holy crap, people are spending a lot of money on this stuff. And I did see a copy of Microwave Massacre, it went for like $190. That was several years ago. Um, so anyway, um, now we have the opportunity to watch it. I could have watched it on streaming, but I wanted to watch it on tape, so I went with the uh, the newer tape rot release. Let's put it that way. That's fair. Yep. That's a good call. That's an economic decision for a dad. Good job. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> so this movie uh, was filmed in 1979. Uh, microwave Massacres. And it looks like it. It really looks like it, it was. It does, but you know, like, I, which I like. There's I some like. confusion now because um, something you saw said it yeah. was released in '83, right? Yeah, there was um, some trivia on IMDb that says that it was made in '79, but not released until September of '83. Um, but then you saw something somewhere that said it was a midnight release on Halloween. Yeah, so Halloween, October 31st, 1979. It was a midnight showing in at a theater in Austin, Texas. And so Wikipedia says that the release date was October 31st, 1979. So there is some confusion here, especially I, maybe there's information about this on the Blu-ray release with the extras and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, look at us. We're really behind on the latest news here. <laughs> yeah, this we're, we're, I, I can't keep up with, with super, super current things. We're you know? up to date on the VHS <clears throat> release of this film. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, th- this movie was a lot of fun. Uh, it is more comedy than it is horror, but there is there is a very creepy cannibalistic element in here that always you know kind of resonates with people too yeah and i feel like comedy is subjective like honestly most of the jokes don't land in this movie like really at all but they're still they're like groaners you know like yeah yeah which makes it ridiculous which again makes it fun for me yeah, and uh, again, there, there's uh, as far as the groaners go in the one-liners like this. I think this movie was written um, with a particular actor in mind to play the role of Donald, our protagonist. Right. Uh, if you if you just read the dialogue without seeing the movie, you would immediately think of one particular actor. Um, and that actor would be Rodney Dangerfield. Um, Who wanted way more money than they were willing to pay right. to have him be in this movie. So he was actually so, interested, right? Yeah, but he wanted too much money. He wanted too much money. But guess who he got instead? <laughs> Which they get? blew my fucking mind they when get? I realized they this. Get? Frosty the Snowman from the cartoon. Like, <laughs> Okay, I, I recognize the voice, and I'm like, why does this voice sound familiar? And I just couldn't place it. Well, because it was my childhood talking to me. It's Frosty. Jackie Vernon. Yeah. Wow. Wild. So Frosty the Snowman is... Uh, he does some things in this movie that will I will never see Frosty the same again. 
So, yeah. So th- this movie's a lot of fun. Um, it starts off, um, interestingly enough, uh, with uh, some very sleazy um, titties and things Dude, like that. Dude, immediately. <laughs> right immediately, off the bat. Immediately, we are into titties and booties. Just one set. But, man. And, it, and it's really like, honestly... There was no need for any of it. Right. It was like, we just got to get some titties in this movie. How can we do it? What is the most <laughs> misogynistic way we can insert some titties in here um, and have it mean nothing to the plot of the film? Mm. Yeah, it, it was very much that. But yeah. it was uh, fun to watch, I guess. It <laughs> was. Very ridiculous. Absolutely. She puts her, her she, for some reason, she runs up to this construction site up to like a piece of plywood that has a... I don't know, a knot hole, I guess, in it. And she sticks her titties through it, and then some weird shit happens. A random dude comes up and pinches her in the ass. (laughs) Next thing you know, her her whole titties are out, nipples and everything, through this board. And these construction workers are booking it. They got to get up to those titties and touch them. And she's gyrating around. We don't know why. And then she pulls her titties out of the hole right at the last second before Mustache Dude gets there. Wow. What a way to start a movie. <laughs> it's insane. Which has nothing to do with the plot. Absolutely nothing to do with the plot of this, this movie. The name of this movie, y'all, is Microwave Massacre. Uh-huh. Okay? Not, not... And this is how we start. Not it's whole titty massacre. like, where do we put the boobs? <laughs> I and got an idea. They are gratuitous throughout. <laughs> <laughs> Sleaze. <clears throat> Mudgies. Yeah, so here's the fun thing um, about this movie <clears throat> is it it is about um, massacring and microwaves, right? Uh, the first kill that we have, um, that's just, uh, you want to talk about the characters real quick? Donald and his wife? Oh my God. It's like the, the most pathetic marriage. I think you even said about Donald, you're like, I hate this guy. <laughs> I hated him. Pathetic. <laughs> I hated him at first. Oh, so he's a whiny bitch of a husband. That's what I believe is in my he notes. He absolutely is. Uh, whiny bitch. You know what? Hang on a second. What we're going to do, I'm going to play a little section here so you can hear how much of a whiny bitch yeah, this guy and, is. And again, Frosty the Snowman. This is an audio medium. That's immediately who you'll think of. Oh. Okay, hold up. Here we go. Donald enters his house. His wife is there. And okay, so just a little bit of a backstory. She has purchased this humongous microwave and she wants to create all kinds of gourmet meals. Yeah, yeah he's it. sick of that shit because he had a sandwich that had a whole ass crab on it. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so he's sick of this food. He wants bologna and cheese and he wants just some basic ass <clears throat> bologna and cheese. And his wife is like, I'm slaving over this microwave all day <clears throat> to make you this stuff. Slaving over this And it microwave. looks like a TV dinner, like a lean cuisine. It looks terrible. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Let's see if we play this here oh yeah the neighbor the fucking weird ass neighbor lady who's naked all the time and fucking all the time yeah. and digging in the dirt <clears> with her dildo <laughs> so oh i have i have so many clips for her so we'll get to all that that'll be a lot of fun we should we should have spoiler warning this movie before we, we get will we always put it in after Let's in go post. And, we'll fix it in post we'll, we'll drop the spoiler warning in right here spoiler warning this is a spoiler gonna ruin the movie for you see how that works see, it's it works. like immediately you just do it just snappy doos and there it goes but yeah um so we just didn't want i wouldn't want to spoil the plot point of the next door neighbor who's a nymphomaniac that's all for no reason mm-hmm. at all just because we got to get some more sleaze in this movie. she also has nothing to do with the plot she <laughs> no. does not nope she's just there as and eye candy i guess i really don't know that the people who made this movie understand how 
women work, but whatever. It's fine. It's fantasy. <laughs> it's very much fantasy. <laughs> so Donald comes home from work and he sees his next door neighbor chick getting it on with some dudes in through the window. Oh, and here he is. Comes home to this. Well, expecting someone from the health department, maybe? Any man would do. <laughs> She is not feeling his ass at all. I absolutely love the decor in this. Yeah, this house is dope. Oh my god, I want this house. <laughs> and everything is just so. She's a very tidy housekeeper. It's everything's I just perfect. The chairs. Don't sit down with those grimy clothes. See, she knows what's up. She so she's kind of shit. a bitch too. I mean, look, man, if I was look, okay, he stands on he stands on the couch <laughs> and rubs his feet on the couch. See, he's a bitch. Look, your wife cleaned that house all day. Dinner. Now you're gonna mess it up. Uh, uh, Donald's oh, a complete douche. He he's disrespectful to his wife's hard work. We're That's what I'm a saying. Parisiana specialty, and you know you can't keep that waiting. <laughs> She does give herself way too much credit for her cooking, though. Yeah, she's cooking shit in a microwave, man. Yeah, she's giving herself too much credit for that. But she does keep a clean house. Look at that dope setup. Let's just give her some credit. Oh, she, she, can, she can decorate. And she can keep it clean. <laughs> He's fantasizing enough, with his samurai sword. To cook a few more minutes. I'll call you when it's time to carve. <laughs> <laughs> He imagines mm-hmm. taking her head off. So Donald's a douche. Let's just be straight up here. Um, well, and he's whiny. You know, earlier he's in the bar bitching about everything and whatever. He just wants basic food and his wife's not doing it. And in a way, you know, in a relationship, there's a little give and take. You know, there is sometimes a you gotta eat the shit that your wife makes because she's feeling creative. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, you do. <laughs> Somehow it. Uh, it loses something in the translation. She's feeding him and he's being a douche about it. Except his voice is so not douchey. It's confusing for me. It's very frosty. No use, May. I've already seen it. Relax. What? I've turned the lights off. The right kind of food deserves the right kind of atmosphere. Oh, she lights the snifter glass and it... Yeah, what is that? Oh, oh. It's supposed to be one of those glow oh, those glow lights, but she drops the match down into the alcohol, so it's flaming up and gonna catch the house well, on fire. When I said your food belonged in hell, I <laughs> spraying water down into it to put it out. Yeah, I don't understand what that thing even is. So it's a it's a, like a, a fish bowl that has alcohol in it, and if you light the air inside the bowl, it'll it'll create this glow, and it'll just constantly just burn off the gases that are rising from the alcohol as it evaporates. So it's a very smooth glow. But she actually dropped the flame down into the alcohol, so the actual liquid caught on fire, which is oh. what was damaging. So, well, I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah, it's kind of cool. They, you, you do it with um, with really high quality, high alcohol content brandies and. Uh, huh. Cognacs. You can do that with that and then serve it in warm snifter glass. Oh, I'm coming through with the alcohol knowledge well, always. I used to be used to be a, <laughs> a connoisseur. A connoisseur, let's put it that way. <laughs> uh let's see here. So you want to go to our first kill. Let's do that. So sure. Donald finally snaps. Uh he comes home drunk, super drunk from the bar. Uh-huh. Sees his sexy neighbor there um in her nighty outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Always something with her. Yeah. Um, then he goes inside and he starts arguing with his wife. Oh, this place is so clean, May. All 
isn't here. Oh, yeah, he uh, loses his shit and he starts to fuck everything up. Takes the vacuum bag out. He's putting it all over. Oh, I would kill his ass. Dumping the vacuum bag yeah. on the couch and everything. Oh, my God. Is that a big water stain on the back of that couch? Yeah. It was like that when they take it out at the end of the movie, yeah. too. He's trashing the place. Yeah, he's trashing her house. And he gets even worse here in a second. <laughs> Is that her Beethoven bust? Something. I don't know. I, I watched it on VHS and it was grainy, and I'm now watching it on your phone three feet away. Oh, now he's pissing grainy. on the fireplace? Yeah, dude. Isn't there? Disgusting. And she's like, something's wrong, huh? <laughs> think you think? I would have punched him in his face already. And I don't even like to be violent, but for that, oh. I can't understand what's bothering you, Donald. <laughs> That's what's bothering me. Look at it, will you? Tell me it doesn't look like something someone already ate three days ago. Oh, no. I don't know. Look up the Tuskegee experiments. I think he's deprived of calories and he's losing his mind. You might be right. Like he's starving from this shitty food because he don't like it. Watch this. Wade, what do you do? You're not going to throw out my food? Well, I'm not going to wait for it to kill me. (laughs) You moron, because I'll kill you first. And she puts the food on his head, and that's the last straw. The last straw. <clears throat> it's, He's shit's about, about to, go to down. lose his shit. It's going down. I'm not worrying about you. I'll only worry about feeding myself. Yeah, he's, he's ready to... Now Frosty the Snowman's And there's to... the dog. The little doggy. Cute little doggy. Yeah, you know what? The second I saw that dog, I'm like, that dog is going to be in the microwave. Oh, I got to prepare myself for that. The dog's <laughs> going to be in the microwave. Spoiler warning. The dog never goes in the microwave. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yes, the dog never made it into the microwave. Nope. So he's beating her with this salt grinder. Yep. Puts a little in his hand over the shoulder for good luck. <laughs> Continue to beat your wife to death. He's really going for it, too. He's also blackout drunk, basically, at this point. He's completely out of his mind. She's still kicking, and he says, nope. One more. That's it. Toast. Brutal. But not really. We see nothing. There's no gore whatsoever. So the next morning, he's walking outside here, and he's waking up from his drunken stupor. Can I just point out that his shirts are fresh out of the fucking package? (laughs) I can see the folds on him still, and they're at least a size too big for him. And they're just, uh, all the folds are like super obvious. It's like, open the package, put the shirt on. So here, I have a theory about this. I'm going to pause the movie here real quick at 2723. Um, I have a theory about this. If you notice in the beginning of this movie, he is always wearing shirts that are way too baggy. They're, they know it is always real. F- he's always so frumpy looking. Uh-huh. After he kills his wife and starts hooking up with all these random and chicks. And eating her. Let's not forget. Well, we're getting there. We don't want to ruin the story. <laughs> but yes, uh, after he starts doing this, he starts wearing more tight fitting stuff and starts doing his hair. Looking and, more stylish. Right. So I think that he's intentionally frump in the beginning uh-huh. of this movie so that later his transformation in multiple ways is more obvious to us Uh uh-huh resume movie now oh thank you for that tidbit i think i might be wrong no i i like where you're going oh 
The guy comes to check the meter, and his neighbor pulls him in by his pants. She's sex crazed, you know. <laughs> She's a nympho. She has to do it constantly. Constantly. Hey, man, will you hurry up? <laughs> if that breakfast? isn't just the funniest. I'm running late, you know. So Donald's calling out to his wife. Apparently, yeah. she's good at making breakfast. Yeah. He's cool with that. He's no like, microwave eggs. Where's your breakfast? He can't find her. He's looking for her. He's Come walking on, through the man, kitchen. It's empty. Right next to this giant microwave. <laughs> this microwave is the size of a flat screen TV. Yeah, it's, it's six, huge. It's a 60 inch flat screen. It's, it's big. It's like bigger than an oven or just as big as an oven. I'm going to this thing. Oh, I'm starving. He's going to look in the microwave, see if there's some food so he can go to work. And there she is. His wife's in there. <laughs> She's just chilling. Her head. No, it's her, like, it looks like it's her bust to her whole top part of her head and shoulders. This part is annoying. <laughs> he breaks the fourth wall here. It's also like today, Junior. Let's go. In the microwave. He's staring directly into the camera, talking to us. As it's very we watch. uncomfortable. I don't like it. Staring right at us. Frosty the Snowman just murdered his wife. <laughs> so everybody knows. This is the most traumatic part of the movie. Oh, well. That's the way she would have wanted to go. <laughs> in the microwave. She hasn't gone yet. She's in there. Oh, brother. That's his idea sound. Yeah. He, he has a sinister idea. So he's going to click these buttons on here. One, three, six. Major electric. One, microwave. three, six is the code for slow boil. <laughs> Slow broil. And then he goes to work. <laughs> no big deal. That was fun. <clears throat> so we already have seen a couple of trends here. Now, we know this is not going to be a very gory movie. We do know that it is going to be very dark, um, but in a comical way. And uh, I like it so far at this point. At this point, when we were watching it, I got to this point and I thought, I'm in. And I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to spoil it. You didn't say it. nothing. You were just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. Because normally I talk when we watch movies and it's like, yeah, that's funny. And we just have, you know, but like, I couldn't talk. I just wanted to watch. And because uh, I, was, I was getting taken to this weird place where, like, you know, you forget that you're looking at a screen and you just feel like you're watching a story. And uh, that's a cool place to be when you, when you can get there. And that's how I felt with this movie. Not because it's so amazing. Amazing. Captivating. You it was were just captivated. yeah. I was captivated. You know, <laughs> I was captivated, and I um, I was really looking forward to what was going to come next, and a lot of cool things come next. So um, he starts killing people, right? He starts feeding his wife to his na- his uh, coworkers. <laughs> so yeah, he brings her for lunch. You know, just some. I don't know what that first pieces he's got her spine it looks like a rib a rack of ribs rack it looks like ribs. a rack of ribs out of a cow not or from a pig a, like a human's rack of ribs would be like only this yeah like 12 inches so anyway he ends up cooking That's her in the microwave because he sees her in the microwave that's the way she would have wanted to go so he cooks her on slow broil and then he takes her out and puts her in the fridge um, in pieces, obviously, he cuts her all up. Wrapped in foil. Everything's wrapped in foil, <laughs> and he leaves like regular food in the fridge wrapped in foil. Right. Also, like on another shelf, so like it all looks the same. The, her, you know, her hand looks the same as like a f- rack of ribs or something like that from a like beef or something. So anyway, her head, by the time it has been microwaved, has shrunken down to look like this ridiculous. It's a terrible prop. There are terrible props in this. <laughs> Listen, I, I will right right at this point. I'm going to start. 
um, splicing in pictures of this head. I'm going to splice in five or six <laughs> different pictures of it from different angles from the movie. Just look how amazing this prop is. But I think they get away with it because he microwaved her head for a significant period of time, and that's what it shrunk down to. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. I mean, in a film like this, we're not getting too critical about the uh, discrepancies, but the the foot, the severed foot looks very much like rubber. The severed hand is, looks like a rubber Halloween yeah. decoration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And um, like, if you remember when he first opens the microwave and sees that she's in there, it's her, it's her regular head. She looks <laughs> well, it's her. It looks like it's her whole bust, like her whole top. Yeah, like he cut off her head with her shoulders down to her like tatties, and then uh, just, I don't know, or she just shoved her in there. I don't know. I think the effects team was like, eh, we'll just not it, show all. It, of it worked for me. It was funny. It was fine. Um. But yeah, so then he starts like, he brought part of her to work to eat, and his friends are like, hey, that looks good, let me try it. So he starts feeding them. Yeah, man. Because uh, <laughs> that's what I do with my co coworkers. I don't work with anyone. But if I did, I'd be like, hey, let me have a bite of your giant rack of meat. Hang on. I, I got to, we got to, I want to I look at this. So here he is. He's eating this uh, giant rack of ribs. It's in this huge, long foil wrap. I don't know. Is it? Even, like, I think it's like her spine. Well, let's know. look at it. Let's see. Well, it looks as though our culinary refugee has found <laughs> a tasty morsel he can appreciate. Yeah, what say, Swinger? That doesn't look like no basic, simple food to me. <laughs> well, it is. Would you look at the size of that? Please don't try to tell me it's a drumstick. <laughs> right? No, it's something uh, new I've been trying, you know? Something tender. And easy to prepare with a minimum of effort. That's all I ever wanted. Now, will you guys leave me alone? Yeah. Hey, that don't look bad at all. Are you just going to let us drool here? <laughs> I told yeah, us reading that days, off of something. You want to try Are it? Are you going to let yeah, us sure. drool? <laughs> Stealing his food. Take a big old bite. Mustache dude is liking it. Can we call him Tony? Because <laughs> there was like three Tonys in Nightmare Weekend, they all had mustaches. Yeah, no, just one did, but yeah. No, it was five. Five Tonys. No, I think his name is actually Roosevelt. Yeah, I think you're right. And then the and the black dude is Philip. Sure. Hey, give me that back. You guys really like it? Really? Yeah, man. Hey, Donald. This is a Tommy Turn-On, man. A Tommy Turn-On. <laughs> so he has now figured out how to get rid of this body. Um, but I do want to go to Eat one little... I want to get, go to this one part. I just forgot to show this. It was just happened just before that You're scene. You're backing us up? Just just a minute okay. to, to like 33 minutes even here. Um, this is when Donald is sitting on the couch after he's killed his wife. Um, and this is he's watching a news program. Acme Bail Bonds. A reminder that language on the following program, because of the sensitive, expressive, well shit, downright filthy nature, has been strictly edited. <laughs> this is what? great. And this is Dodge Chaser, and you're welcome. Our guest tonight is Brian Lewis, the noted criminologist who refutes the idea of such a thing as a perfect crime. Mr. Lewis, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> um, I think you missed. <laughs> Bitch hasn't been born who can conceive a perfect crime. It's too fucking <laughs> Well, actually, that's not totally correct. A few years ago, there was a celebrated heist in England, which no prick could solve. You mean dick. Semantics. Are we going to get hung up on that or can 
continue with this horseshit. <laughs> what? Anyway, a half a million dollars worth of caviar was stolen. The thief was never caught. You see, he ate all the evidence. He ate but all the evidence. But unless you eat all traces of the crime, there's no way to... It's goddamn <laughs> It's all a... Of shit. Oh, that hurt my brain. <laughs> oh, man. Hurt my brain. So he that's when he gets the idea that he needs to eat this uh, chick. So he, his co-workers like it, so then that's this how he starts... Chick. His how, wife? His wife, yeah. That's how, that's how they start he getting rid. ceases to be frumpy and he ceases to be, yes. ceases to be boring and, and old and is, just starts euthanizing. euthanizing. He has a unique <laughs> new appetite for euthanizing things. Euthanizing himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, that's himself, what happens <laughs> when you eat your wife. He starts making himself younger. That would be kind of euthanizing, wouldn't it? Wow, I think we found a new, uh, a new reason. I don't know, man. That's uh, I'm not sure. Grammar police come for him. So I'm calling them right now. So at about the 44 minute mark here, or actually, he finds this hooker in a in a bar. Right? We don't need to watch that whole thing. But he finds this hooker. Well, she shows up at the bar that he goes to with this super rude ass bartender who's like, "I don't give a fuck about you. Get out of my bar." Yeah. So he walks out, and she has broken her heel, and then she. She and he go back to his place. Now, I don't think that he initially intended. He was kind of putting it off because I don't think he thinks he could still perform. Because he says, I haven't had sex in how many... And what her, her name? What's her name? Remember her name? <laughs> it, it's three letters that are all the same, right? D-D-D. D-D-D. But it's D-E-E-D-E-E-D-E. I don't know. I just, of D-D, it's I just call her Triple D. That's what I call her. <laughs> D-D-D. Triple D. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so... She's there at his house, and she's like, okay, look, are we going to do this or not? Because she's trying to make some money. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I need to go uh, vacuum the other room. And he's trying to do everything he can. (laughs) And eventually, she gets ready to leave. And then something snaps in him, and he changes. Here we go. we are about to experience (laughs) this. Um, At 44 minutes and 30 seconds, uh, after she's getting ready to leave, he snaps out of this and walks right over to her. And here's what we get. He's ready to go. He's like, no, bitch, come here. Grabs her up. And they're boinking already, just like that. On the couch. (laughs) The couch is a rockin' and rollin'. Dude's fully clothed. Naturally, that's how you'd be if you were having sex. (laughs) Right on the couch where he dumped out the the vacuum. It took him two seconds. He's already there. Finished. And now it's time to choke her out. There's no way she was coming from that two-second. <laughs> Three pumps and dump. No, there's no way. So he's, now he's suffocating yeah, her he's got a, a pillow, pillow over her face, and this is he's he has figured out what his triggers are and his obsessions and the cycle that he must repeat as a serial killer. Yeah, he sure does. He has come into his own, <laughs> so to speak. I haven't had one of these since cigarette. 1962. Oh, or a joint. I don't know. One or the other. It's probably a cigarette. Yeah, it's definitely a cigarette. I don't think anybody's rolling a joint that pretty. I don't know. I can't see him from across the room here. <laughs> but is this for after sex or before dinner? <laughs> Both, my friend. Perfect. Both. <laughs> That's a Rodney Dangerfield line, man. <laughs> This is hard. I'm getting no respect. Now I know why I gave up sex. 
he's hauling her dead body in there to cut her up. <laughs> I'm sure that's why you gave up sex, sir. <laughs> I didn't give you up or anything. <laughs> so we start to see a, uh, several of these where... Um, he starts killing people, right? Do you remember that well, that one part? You, like Chris Farley? Do you remember that one part? Do you remember that the, the, the like the little mini Renaissance fair music they were playing with Big Bird? Do you remember this scene? What? <laughs> yeah, girl. In this movie. In this movie. There was Big Bird. Yeah. What? Big, I miss Big Bird. Big Bird is in this movie. Um, are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah. I, oh. No. No. Here we go. No. <laughs> no. All right. Here we go. Here's. <laughs> listen. It, it's a. It's it's Big Bird at a Renaissance Fair. Oh my god. Okay. Renaissance Fair music. Oh, yeah. It's Big Bird at a Renaissance Fair. I forgot she was in this goofy-ass chicken outfit. (laughs) It looks very homemade. Peking chick. (laughs) So there's this, obviously, there's this chick in this giant yellow Big Bird costume. All he can see is her eyes and then giant yellow Big Bird costume. But her eyes are definitely attractive, let's put it that way. And then the sirens coming through. Like, I guarantee you this was just happening while they were filming. They were just like, whatever, we go with it. Just like your kids and dogs barking and shit around here. We just go with <laughs> we it. We just go with it. But this is chicken shit. You shouldn't be doing this sort of thing. He wants to sugar daddy this bitch. Good looking chick to go around looking like a chick. Too good. to eat. And this place for a few worms. That's terrible. He can't see her. He has no idea what she looks like. <laughs> Let me take you away from all this. I'd love to have you over for dinner. Oh, God. What? What is this? Uh, pickup? I'm not that kind of chicken. <laughs> Finger licking good places down the street. Oh, no, Finger no, licking no. good places down the street. I mean, you, you look like you need a friend, and I'm a very helpful guy. Come on, what do you say, huh? And she's like, cool, I'll go with you, stranger. No big deal. I thought you were a leg man, not a breast man. <laughs> a leg man and a breast the chicken man. chicken jokes just keep coming. Uh, it's poultry in motion. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so we have our, our next big scene here at 5655. And what happens here um, is... Um, Something happens while he is using the microwave, and it is a foreshadowing to something that is going to be happening in the near future. Um, He has some body parts in the microwave here, some legs and some arms, as you can see. And he walks over to the microwave, and here's the scene. Mm, Yummy. I think I'll call it filet of femi. (laughs) Filet of femi. The one-liners in this are so bad. All right, something's happening to our, our protagonist here, Donald. He's grabbing at his chest and hyperventilating. Looking like a heart attack. This actually foreshadows this guy's real-life death. Mm. 
How scary is that? Vern died of a heart attack? Yeah, Jackie Vern died of a heart attack like eight years after he made wow. this movie. This was his last film. His last film? Yeah. So yeah, so he starts having this heart attack, and uh, so so we we were, it's revealed to us in a, in another scene that he has a pacemaker, so we know that. Um, anyway, there's this one little thing um, where he he's actually cut up the the, the big bird chick. This is so funny, <laughs> and. Um, Listen, he has this really amazing line here um, that I want to play. If I can find the correct spot here for it. Hang on a second. 57. Okay, here we go. Oh, that was fast. (laughs) There's May's head in the freezer. I'll either have to eat more or screw less. (laughs) Oh, wow, this is getting weird. Story of my life. So, (laughs) So at this point, the whole thing, the whole fr- fridge is completely full of foil uh, pouches. He drops her head on the ground. And then, and then it's gone. gone. Yeah, it's fucking gone. It's disappeared. What the hell? This is the stuff that it's like, why is this happening? Her head Where'd her head go? Where'd it go? He's in the garage looking for it. Oh, it's over there. It's gone. So her head keeps moving around. He's didn't know, he doesn't know what to do about it. He's freaking out. It's in the corner. Somebody's at the door. Ugh, what a bad timing for this. Oh, He's got a head. He's got to hide that shit. You better put it behind your back, buddy. Someone's at the door. Hurry up. All right, all right. Hurry up. Just take the head with you. Oh, the door's right there. Where's May? Beats me. What do you want anyway? From you, to her sister up. looking for her. Yeah, so May's sister shows up. He's standing there in front of the door. He's got May's head behind his back. It's pretty- Luckily, you know, he can just hide it behind his back. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, he, he ends up trapping her and putting her in a closet somewhere. Um, <laughs> and doesn't he, like, choke her out with some bread? Yeah, he does. He <laughs> shoves a loaf of bread in her mouth and chokes her out, and then he ties her up and leaves the bread And there's in her no mouth. reason for that either, because he never eats her? No, he never, no. He, he just leaves her in a, in a closet for the rest of the movie. Like, the I don't fuck? I don't exactly understand it. A lot it, of but, loose plot points here that never get tied up. Yeah, there are. Um, in the meantime, uh, he ends up killing another prostitute a dark haired chick that he found um, so he's got that going for him he's, he's running out of places to put body parts and he's, he's continuing to use the microwave but I just wanted to get to this one spot here and I, I really want you to comment on this um, this would be one one oh eight thirty five. oh boy see here. what you got for me okay now just to set the scene. We, you know, we've seen our next, our sexy next door neighbor, <laughs> quite a bit. Um, but he's going to go out and have another, uh, another interaction with her. And I would like for Katie to narrate this in her best narrator voice. Oh my god! Can you do that, Katie? I'll try. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm just seeing him. He's bloody. He's wrapping up some bloody stuff. Oh, um, here's Nympho neighbor. She's plant- digging a trench in her garden with a vibrator. <laughs> with it actually turned on. Yeah, oh, it's on. And she's just vibrating that dirt, making a nice long trench in the garden. In her heels and her wedges, you know, she's just like, hi, look at me. She rubs it on her leg. And this is not like a, this is not like one of the big shoulder massage vibrators. No, it's a dick-shaped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from the 70s, you know, they were very rudimentary back then. <laughs> yeah. And that was a, 
again. I mean, you know, uh, let's be real. When you run out of the right tools, sometimes you have to use your sex toys. It's the logical next step, you know, uh, clearly for an info uh, fantasy lady. Yeah. No, I, I would I would agree with that. And you know, something that struck me as this movie was going on, like, we see our next door neighbor like five or six times. And I got to the point where, like, I welcomed her presence, you know, like when they would go to her house and just I'd be like, hey, there she is. Okay, cool. So <laughs> kind of crazy, sexy shit is she up to it's now? It's the only thing that makes sense in this movie for me is the <laughs> crazy next door neighbor. That's I mean, the only thing that makes sense. Nothing else in this movie. That makes no sense. Correct. Yes. Huh. You know what made sense to me was um, being fed up. Uh, by not eating the right kind of food or like being wanting to kill somebody about it and then putting her in the microwave. That made sense to me. Okay. Respect. <laughs> so <laughs> we're getting close to the end of the movie here. He has his last victim here that he's already killed and he's cutting her up. Um, and here we go. Um, here is Donald's last, last hurrah. <laughs> Does he look more stylish? He does. He has a shirt tucked in. It's better fitting. He's looking like a hundred dollars. Looking like a, a, a eleven cents. <laughs> and this is weird. This like walking up to the house. What's this about? Yeah, there's a cool camera angle where the two dudes are walking up to the house, but you just see them from their perspective. You don't know it's them walking up. You're holding up a the guys from work, the sleazy dudes. Where is it they were going that night? They were going somewhere I don't know, to going, pick up chicks yeah. at a weird place. It was like some weird-ass place. No idea why they chose hey, to go Donald. there. Like the skating rink, maybe? Yeah, I can't remember what they said. So they get to Donald's house. They're looking for him, and they find him on the floor next to the microwave. Holy shit. Hey, Donald, this isn't a time or the place to be asleep. Yeah, he's napping. That's what's going on. Sleeping. <laughs> really? They're looking around. What the hell? Don't check his pulse. Nope. Just go right to the microwave and look inside and find the hands and feet and stuff. God, that's a lot of hands and feet in that microwave. But I <laughs> You guys got to picture this microwave, though. It is huge. <laughs> yeah. It takes up the a, whole wall. There's a light inside. You don't even have to open the door. <laughs> Black dude's sick to his stomach. He's out. Mustache guy is like, ugh. He's got to be wondering if that's what he's been eating every day for lunch at work. He's thinking about it. He's got a roughly ass shirt on too. Ass shirt has some fucking ruffles on it. And that hat, that whole outfit. Okay, so that little spot right there. I wanted to go back ten seconds because there's a little, there's a little tiny sticker on the inside of this microwave, and somehow I caught it. I saw this in the VHS release. (laughs) Yeah, imagine that a grainy thing. Yeah, it's pretty grainy. I mean. So this little sticker here says this machine, this microwave may affect pacemakers caution this microwave may affect pacemakers they don't even they're not trying to show it super conspicuous but they do show it and then the next scene we we uh we get to this spot where house is for sale everybody's dead now Mm -hmm. and originally it said house for sale two bedroom one and a half bath den complete kitchen and microwave but in this sign they have x'd out microwave in red (laughs) because they had to get rid of that microwave and at this point, there's houses for sale. They're moving a bunch of crap out. 
Like that couch with the big ass stain on the back. What's going yeah, on there? Huge stain. <laughs> huge stain on the back of that. Everything else in the house was the pristine hell? except that one huge weird stain. <laughs> so weird. Oh, and they find the sister. Imagine that. She's yeah. been in there for how long She's now? She's been in there for like a, probably in two the closet, weeks. And the guy's like, oh, hey, what's up? Doesn't untie her. Just come and check this out. Hey, you could kind of see this, buddy. Really? Oh, a little piece of trivia. The director is one of those guys working on the oven, on the microwave. Okay. Yeah. Wayne Burdick. Burr. Berwick. 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 So, so they're sitting here working on this um, microwave for some reason, and these are electricians, and they they're make, taking it out because they can't be having that shit in right, there. Right. They make a discovery here. Hey, look at this. <laughs> Looks like somebody screwed up these wires. Really? Damn. This Uh-oh. seems a death trap for anyone with a pacemaker. Yeah, we know. And there it goes. So that's, a, that's a lawsuit, you know, but I don't, nobody's left. So the camera now goes out into the garage where the fridge is. The fridge opens and we see all these There's packages. There's May's head in there. May's head is here. And She's then. got a skull on her face. That way. Oh, shit. Her eyes turn all like orangey red and we get these really corny red circles that come out of them. Super cool. <laughs> the end. Some like French cuisine music. Yeah, we can listen. To that. We can listen out. <laughs> French restaurant music. <laughs> we'll let this play out. <laughs> so, what were your first impressions of this movie? That it was ridiculous. Yes, it I was, was just like the whole, all of it. The fucking dopey ass main character. The shit the wife says. She calls, she says he's a walking contraceptive. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> you were a walking contraceptive. Just the whole premise of, uh, like, we start with the titties through the board. It's like, what is happening? We- <laughs> like, like, they don't ease us into any of that shit. It's right out the gate. We're doing some weird-ass shit. So, I'm usually down when that's how a movie starts. I'm yeah. like, okay, we're getting crazy right away. What's up? That's crazy. And that was cool to me. That's yeah. So, my first impression was like, uh, we're going on a ride here. Yeah, me too. And it, it, it took me to a place. Like I said, I, I lost the screen, you know, and that's that's a cool thing when you're watching a movie when you lose the screen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Especially on VHS, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of times that does it for me even more um, just because it's, you know, you have to, your, your mind pays so much attention to the glow of the mm-hmm. TV and you get sucked into it. So, um, yeah. So for for us here, um, I think the next thing I want to talk about is your, your impression on the kills. I know we had talked about them not being so great yeah they're not there there was more that could have been shown i feel like if this really wanted to be a horror movie i mean there's shit on the box uh, like on the dvd the worst horror movie of all time they try to call it that it is the worst because uh they don't do a very good job at making it a horror movie (laughs) yeah you know what i'm with you i'm with you um I think it has its place, you know. It's it's uh, super campy, and but I think the kills were lacking, and I think that maybe, you know, maybe they were trying. I don't even think it got rated. I mean, it, no, it didn't. They can't but have it been was, going for a rating. On it that. wasn't gory to the you know level of gore that I enjoy, mm-hmm. um, being the gore horror that I am. Um, but you got the point. Yeah, you know, the, it got stuff across. I mean, not as well as like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre implies gore. Yeah. Um, it implied it a little. We saw a little fake blood. It was mostly looked like ketchup. I mean, it wasn't very 
I don't know, whatever. It was 79. I mean, oh, we could compare that to Buoy Omega. Nowhere near. Couldn't touch mm. it. Couldn't yeah. even come close. A very different But feel. similar theme. Mm-hmm. Similar theme. Similar theme, just a different perspective <laughs> Keeping on your love, lovely wife around the house. Um, yeah. Being cannibalistic. <laughs> lots of fucking... <laughs> Lots of yes, absolutely. The parallels are endless, <laughs> uh, but the gore was nowhere near what the gore was in Buoy Omega. So yeah, it no. was very little gore at all. Right. Um, I did think that there was some creativity there with the microwave and the stashing the parts in the fridge. I thought it was it was campy and fun. You know, the I salt it. shaker um, bludgeoning death was creative, but the suffocating with a pillow, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. How'd he kill the chick? Which one? The chick. No, the chick. Oh, <laughs> the chick. Um, how did he kill her? I think it was just, um, I don't even think it showed it. I don't even think it showed how he yeah, killed her. Yeah, see what I mean? Like, we're missing out on a lot of opportunities here. Yeah. It, all it shows is him, after after he brings her home, it shows him dismembering her and saying, there's too many bones, and throwing body parts and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, like, same amount of bones as all the other people. Right. It's not, not, like, not like there's more bones. Even 215, isn't it? Something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm, it's been a while since high school, or even elementary school. Shit, you probably learned that when you were in, what, third, fourth grade, just something like that. Tell everybody how old you are, Owen. Just, just... Talk about your oldness. I'm 105 years old. <laughs> you look good for 105. Thank you. Keep it Thank up. You. Keep it I up. I appreciate that. Um, so must next, be that vape juice. Yeah, must be the vape juice. Keeping you young. <laughs> um, the practical special effects, I thought were... There, what? Which one? Where? There wasn't any. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I told you, the props look like Halloween decorations. Yeah. The head was like sculpted out of clay and a wig put on it. Yeah, that's, you're 100% <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, there was not a... I, I thought some of the some of the um, pictures with the foot and like the, the the bone coming out of the foot looked super cheese ball yeah, like totally like absolutely like a like a prop you know I what know. I just said yep. yeah you're you're 100 right I'm just saying that <laughs> just reinforce what I said that's I am good. that's what I'm doing I think it's very very cheesy um, but I but I think there it was so cheesy that it had a camp factor to it that I appreciated yeah totally it did yeah um, some of the I think for me the best thing about this movie movie what 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 sort of made me enjoy the movie a lot was um just the silliness you know the overall just ridiculousness of it like there, there's there, no part of this movie was serious in any way not it was at all completely not ridiculous all. Uh, that's what i loved most about this movie yeah it really didn't take itself seriously at all it was pretty wild and out there which i think having the theme be so ridiculous and then calling it microwave massacre but like they're I don't know. Like I was expecting the microwave to be doing the massacring. Yeah. And it was really like the microwave made him do the massacre. And then he used the microwave to dispose of. Uh, Again, we see a theme of disposals versus kills. Like the disposal method is more possibly more gory than the kills are in this one. We've seen that before. Yeah, we have these themes returning. This is the intellectual part of our podcast where we (laughs) spin philosophical (laughs) about how these themes keep coming back. But, you know, yeah, I, I think, you know, uh, all of these, I mean, it, as hilarious as this is and as ridiculous as this is, you know, I think Nightmare Weekend had a similar kind of thing going on, but there was more, there was better kills, I think, better gore in that Oh, one. for sure, for sure. And that was another cheapy film, but like, yeah, they did, I don't know what they spent on this movie, but um, 
I think it says seventy five thousand dollars. I think is what it said. That's it. Yeah, seventy five grand. Okay, okay. Um, seventy five thousand bucks to make this movie, <clears throat> and I think that you know, using the they had really nice film. I mean, when you look at the, if you watch the four K Blu Ray, which is what we were using. We don't for do this, that around here. No, though, but but I had but... to look. I had today. I had to pay for this movie. Okay, just just like when we this were doing is a dedicated man, Bad Girls for Mars. Like I have this tape. I we watched it on tape, but in order for us to do this, I had to uh-huh. rent it on streaming for like three dollars so that we could sit here and uh, go through and have the audio and so I can get some video clips from it and stuff like that. It's so. very against his nature to purchase the same movie on two different platforms. It is. It pisses me <laughs> off. But I love this podcast and it's worth it. So, um, <laughs> so what um, What maybe did you not like about this movie? Was there anything specifically that you just didn't so, dig with? So in my notes here, we have best of the best and worst of the worst and yeah. I put the same thing for both. Okay. The, the jokes didn't land. Okay. I felt like the jokes were really corny. A lot of them didn't land. Yeah. But the fact that they didn't land, but they were in the movie anyways, to me is like, that's fucking ballsy. I like it. <laughs> right. That's kind of, that's how I felt about it, too. I thought that was ballsy. Yeah. So it's kind of both things, right? It's the it's kind of the best part of it. It's also the worst part of it. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think, for me, if I'm talking about worst, like, I, I was expecting more gore i think had there been some halfway decent gore in this movie it would have elevated it for me because it would have had the ridiculousness of the comedy piece and then the gore piece because i love practical effects and this time frame 1979 shit there's a lot they could have done with that Mm -hmm. yeah there absolutely was i don't maybe the budget was too constrictive to do much i'm sure i'm sure at 75 grand i don't know what Boo omega spent but i'm sure it was a whole i hate to say somebody just wasn't creative enough to to go that direction but yeah i'm sure it was budget i'm sure it was budget and probably you know effort you know somebody just said hey you know maybe we may be able to do something on a shoestring budget, but is it worth it or should we just tell a funny story, you know? And I feel like you can do gore for cheap, though. Like, I've seen some great gore effects in some independent movies, and these people are doing it for, you know, if they can rub two nickels together, they're lucky, you know? Yeah, Redneck Zombies had some decent gore, you know? Yeah, yeah. They had some pretty decent gore. One prop (laughs) that they purchased. (laughs) I mean, you can make it work. You can, absolutely. So, this movie for me is, uh, this is definitely a treasure for me. Like, we talk about trash versus treasure this for me definitely on the treasure list i will always have this movie and i look forward to and you know introducing it to other people as well i'm thinking what kind of person do you think would like a movie like this i think anybody that likes our podcast and listens yeah. to more than one episode would love this so if you're out there listening and this is not your first listen you should check this movie out because i guarantee freaking to you that you will love it it is right up your alley because it's right up our alley too yeah it's wild i think it's a it would be a fun one to return to. Like, it's a. I think it would be a fun party movie. Oh, I agree. Um, absolutely agree, a hundred percent. And you know, a lot of people have just never seen it because it's very un, unknown as far as um, as far as these slasher movies or massacre movies go. There's a lot of massacre movies from this time period, but this one's not so well known. Uh, I think more recently it has been getting more um, shine because of the 4K release and the Blu-ray and all that. But well, and that's the the lovely thing about these companies like Vinegar Syndrome and Severin that restore these old movies that would otherwise you know be kind of hard to get our hands on or or just not even 
known about and but they'll do these restorations and really bring them to life yeah and, uh, you know they get this whole new resurgence which i think is really cool i think so too uh, i think that's really cool and i um i like the fact that um you know some people that have similar tastes to us for our weirdness are also saying hey there's value in this weird stuff and we're they're just not not just restoring you know big blockbuster stuff but they're restoring the stuff that uh, maybe didn't get in as much shine as it should have so i love that i love that um all right so well we're coming close to the end of our season aren't we we are we're really close to the end of season one um and this has been really cool what a great learning experience for both of us yeah we both never had our own podcast before i mean i've podcasted and let other people push the buttons i mean i'm still kind of doing that um because i don't have the the uh, technology needed to have create a podcast and put it out on the air so um i have the experience with talking and like some of the formatting and how to how to do it and i listen to a lot of podcasts but owen you came into this you know pretty much a newbie to the podcasting in general so and look at you crushing things i'm working on it you know i'm learning and you know i've I've always loved listening um but for me the the technical side of producing one um has always been fascinating and i'm doing the best i can hopefully we're keeping yeah you're crushing it i mean really like we sound pretty good and that's uh, feedback that i get from people that you know we sound good and the sound quality is great and they think we have great chemistry and it's like i think we knew right away that we could do this thing especially because this part of it the part that i can't do the recording and the editing and all of that uh, that's right up your alley yeah you knew it right away well i have a recording studio for music here in my house and we this is where we're doing this and it's it's actually if i look around me it's less music now and more podcast stuff you know like we started off with my johnny cash posters and pink floyd posters and now we've got cannibal girls poster the creatures the world forgot i have a jason mask i have some hanging skulls i have eyeballs i have skeletons our skeletons that we painted yeah, at the pottery place we did we painted those at the pottery place they are now a permanent fixture in the studio so um but yeah this has been a lot of fun and i'm really enjoying it and i'm really looking forward to season two because we have some really cool stuff planned for season two as well oh yeah it's gonna be a blast i'm looking forward to it i'm also looking forward to taking a little break though because man we've been going non-stop with this thing we have and 20 episodes in a season is a lot um the editing is a lot the driving back and forth is a lot you know katie comes out to where i live pretty frequently and then from time to time i'll have to go down there to watch a show and um or we go see the movie together at the we, we went and saw frankenhooker and then we also mm-hmm. went went down into that milwaukee area and saw night of the living dead too yeah at the times yeah that was, that was a, lot, a of lot of fun for sure oh yeah um so coming up for the to close out this season we have two um two more episodes we're going to be putting out right maybe three um we have the uh the second uh installment of our backyard freaking schoolyard games the fuck mary kill yeah we have we are gonna do that one more time um and then i thought a really cool way for us to finish off the uh the season would be for each of us to um sort of do like a little testimonial or rant about uh why we're doing this why we love what we do and why we love horror movies and you know, yeah cinema people in ask general. me that a lot like why why talk about old movies like what would be the point of doing that and so that's kind of like we're going to talk about you know why we are passionate about talking about this stuff like why it even matters to us yeah um and i'm i'm looking forward to that um i think that would be kind of neat for folks to kind of get to know us a little better you know we've we've done introductions to ourselves we've talked about why we how we got into horror we've talked about a lot of different things about ourselves but i think this is one more step absolutely good way to end the season with yeah i dig it 
Um, I dig it too. So, um, well, do you have anything else you want to close with, Katie? Uh, not really. I think we kind of covered it. I, I mean, so there's a, this was a, a full episode of a lot of craziness in this movie and you know just uh, wrapping up kind of a crazy season mm-hmm. for us and yeah, yeah it's, it's been a lot but it's all been really good so absolutely yeah. absolutely it has and as we move forward here uh, we would like to sort of solicit some more feedback from the folks that listen let yeah, us know what, what, us, what kind of movies do you want us to watch you know what kind of movies do you guys or what, what are you into if you if you have a movie that you say man Katie and Owen are going to love this movie we want you to comment that to us and let us know Yes, please. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, You can email us. uh, All of the places. Like We want to talk to you. Slide into our DMs. Slide into those DMs. You can check us on Spotify. We're on Planet Rage Radio. Yeah, Um, definitely listen over there. Because in Season 2, you're going to get your first chance to listen to us on Planet Rage Radio. We're releasing there first. Yeah. So, so it's yeah, exactly right. So what we're planning to do, and this is going to be up to how how good Katie and I are and how, how much we can stay on top of it. We're planning to do Planet Rage Radio week one. And then week two, that same episode is going to release <clears throat> on Spotify. And then on week three, that episode is going to air on YouTube. So Spotify will be a week behind the radio and YouTube will be a week behind Spotify. And the goal is for us to be able to do that and just keep that going for all 20 or all 10 weeks of the season. Yeah, well, this is us holding ourselves accountable. Yeah, Yeah, so you guys need to stay honest about that, too. If if our schedule gets wonky or if you see if we miss one freaking day, you let us know and we'll get back to you. This is for y'all. And don't forget to listen on Planet Rage Radio. You can actually access it on your Roku device um and i think even your amazon alexa you can ask it to play uh live 365 planet rage radio alexa play 365 planet rage radio (laughs) something like that (laughs) Um, but check out our socials we have links to all of that and we'll put links in the description too of the episode so that you can find us on the radio and on social media and you can email us all the things yep this has been awesome katie i appreciate you I appreciate you. All right. This has been the VHS Vault Podcast. My name is Owen Brand. And I'm Katie Cadaver. And thanks for stopping by. Bye. We've got wooden stakes for all the vampires. You can melt those zombies with salt. We've got silver bullets for the wolves. We've got it all down in the vault. the VHS Vault Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Subscribe and rate us on Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also email us, vhsvaultpodcast at gmail.com. 